Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a bonus podcast episode that I am releasing on Friday, May 5th to help us look at and understand the energies ahead in May 2023. So I'll be discussing the major astrology of this fifth month of the year where we are moving through eclipse season. We will have the sun conjunct Uranus. We're going to see Jupiter enter Taurus for the first time in 12 years. And we have a fixed grand cross occurring in the middle of the month that is also a big deal. We're also going to see the sun go across the Pleiadian energy points in Taurus. And that energy will even be highlighted for the Taurus new moon occurring on May 19th. And oh yes, we can't forget that Mercury will be stationing direct as well. So a lot is happening in May, and I hope that this episode gives you some insights into what might be showing up for you, as well as how to move through this dynamic energy dance. Now, the month of May has our second eclipse of the year with the Scorpio lunar eclipse at 15 degrees of Scorpio. I've already done a few podcast episodes for you on this topic as well as a video on YouTube going through the astrology chart. So I don't want to repeat myself here too much other than this is an eclipse of endings, closing out, letting things go. And this could be very significant for you as well. This is where you could have an understanding of what is done for you in this lifetime, what is complete, what no longer has energy, what's not meant to travel forward with you. This does include relationships. This includes connections with certain soulmates, divine counterparts, friendships, connections that perhaps you had invested in or had potential or you thought would go somewhere. If they have not, you might have this realization that it's complete for you in this lifetime. You don't have any other energetic connection to them. The frequency is off. There's too many differences. Perhaps there's too much karma involved. Perhaps there's too many things already blocking the connection. Maybe there's just parts of you that aren't invested. You're not attached. You're not interested. You know there's something better for you and you're moving moving on. You're choosing yourself, which is part of what this Jupiter in Aries energy and the North Node in Taurus is also highlighting. So with this Scorpio lunar eclipse, there are completions and endings, but it's also meant to set you free so you can move forward into what you are choosing for yourself, what gives you life, what supports you. You're also choosing the energies that are respectful, that value you, appreciate you. People who are conscious, loving, kind, who are doing their work, who have done their work, who are aware of their work. So this is where we level up and we raise the bar, raise our standards, and that's what guides us forward. So I hope that certainly assists you as we move through the energetics of the Scorpio lunar eclipse, which is exact on May 5th. 
Now we're going to see the sun conjunct Uranus at 18 degrees of Taurus on May 9th. And this could also feel like an eclipse because Uranus is very spicy. It's sparkly. It wants things to bust open and bust through. And with this conjunction, there could be a release. There could be a sense of really understanding what you no longer want, a clearing out. There's surprise with this energy as well. You could surprise yourself by what you are deciding to do next or what you do want next. And Taurus is connected to our value systems. And those have been drastically changing and shifting ever since Uranus entered Taurus in 2018. So this is a time of understanding that change is occurring. And even if it's uncomfortable change, even if it feels like it's taking you out of your core, it's destabilizing, you're on this never ending roller coaster ride. The energetics are saying, come back to yourself, really ground into what it means to love who you are in this lifetime and to live from that place. I feel like we have a higher sense of self love. We have a higher self knowingness. There's even greater clarity perhaps in what you do want to do in this life or based on what has changed for you in the past few years. So Uranus is often about radical change, perhaps even overwhelming. It's too much occurring at once and it also happens quickly. So there is an acceleration here when the sun is conjunct Uranus at 18 degrees of Taurus on May 9th. And it could feel like there's something that you're actually understanding and seeing in a whole new way because Uranus is connected to cosmic intelligence, cosmic wisdom, and the bigger picture of what is possible and where you want to go. So basically a few days after that May 5th eclipse, there could still be more surprises and more things showing up and popping up for you that also reflect how much you have changed, how much you have grown. Now, as we move into the middle of May, the energies really get quite interesting. We're going to see Jupiter enter 29 degrees of Aries. And this is the same degree point as that Aries solar eclipse that we just had on April 19th and 20th. So now Jupiter is at 29 degrees of Aries from May 13th until May 16th. And Jupiter amplifies, it exaggerates, it also can bring in what you're ready for next. It's a supportive energy. It wants you to be happy. It wants you to learn. Jupiter also enhances what we have learned so far and how to make wise choices, how to be very clear in what we're selecting and what we're doing for ourselves, which is part of that Aries energy signature. So this could potentially be part two of whatever you experienced during that April 19th and 20th Aries solar eclipse. This is where Jupiter can bring in good news, positive developments, something showing up from spirit, maybe something you've been sitting with, you've been holding an intention around it, and Jupiter wants to support you in some manner. So I feel like this is actually a beautiful gift of some kind, especially wherever you have 29 
degrees of Aries in your chart, which was just powerfully activated with that eclipse. So now Jupiter says, here, let's move it forward. Let's further what you have been intending or igniting. And Aries is the ignition, gets the energy going, gets the fire started, gets something moving, gets you motivated. And maybe if you've been thinking about something, maybe there's been something on your mind, a new dream, a new adventure, a new part of yourself that you want to experience, this Jupiter conjunct that eclipse point could be quite supportive. But then what happens is a number of things. So after Jupiter gets to 29 degrees of Aries, we're also going to see Mercury station direct on May 14th at five degrees of Taurus. And so Mercury stations direct and it can feel like the energy comes to a standstill. It's almost like, okay, right, yes, gather myself together assess what's been happening, look at what I need to take care of. Perhaps a lot has come up for you during this Mercury retrograde, things you've had to fix, things you've had to take care of, things you've had to redirect, replan, reorganize. Perhaps there's other things in front of you that you've just been sitting in and you're wondering, what do I do now? What do I do next? Well, this Mercury stations direct, which is a standstill energy, and it's meant to just gather that energy back to us, to ground it in, take some deep breaths, really feel the energy of your life force moving within you, feel your hand on your heart, and then the energy starts to typically move forward. But what we're also experiencing at the same time is Jupiter entering Taurus for the first time in 12 years, and as soon as Jupiter enters Taurus, makes a square to Pluto retrograde in Aquarius at zero degrees. So we have some interesting energy here that is asking us to deeply check in on what we're choosing. Is this really in alignment with what you want for the future? Or was it just what was in front of you or the easy choice or what you were moving through that was part of your own unconsciousness? Meaning sometimes we get into these autopilot loops. We choose things or we move in a direction and we don't realize there's actually other options. There's other choices here. But Jupiter enters Taurus, a fixed sign, squares Pluto retrograde in Aquarius, a fixed sign. And this is also the beginning of the fixed grand cross that is happening from about May 16th until May 23rd. Now I'm going to talk about that a bit more, but this is where the big energy of May really shows up. So we start with eclipse energy and then we have the sun conjunct Uranus, Mercury stationing direct, and then a fixed grand cross. And so I hope to connect some dots here for you around what might be highlighted with these energies. Now it's important to go back a little bit here and remember that in 2020, we had Jupiter and Pluto conjunct three times in 2020, and that was when they were both in Capricorn. So they were on the same page. 
And remember how there was the phrase that was thrown out quite a bit about an abundance of caution. That was very much Jupiter in Capricorn. And Jupiter being conjunct Pluto three times in 2020 also began a new synodic cycle between Jupiter and Pluto, which is essentially a new moon. They're on the same page. They're on the same page in those energies of Capricorn. Well, what's fascinating now is that here, three years later, they're both in different signs. And so it's typical, of course, for Jupiter to be in a different sign because Jupiter only spends about 12 months in each astrological sign. But now Pluto is in a different sign and that's rare because we know how long Pluto takes to move through a sign. Pluto has been in Capricorn since about 2008, 2009 and is ending its time in Capricorn. When this square happens, however, Pluto is in Aquarius. So what that means is that it's similar to, you know, you see somebody, let's say a few years ago, like somebody from high school, college, someone you grew up with, right? And you were on the same page with them. You were going through the same process. You were at the same time in your lives. Maybe you were both getting your driver's license. You were both studying for your exams. Like you were both moving on the same trajectory or on the same pace. Well, now here it is three years later, you see that person again, and they're radically different. They've undergone a big, perhaps makeover, or maybe they become really fit, really in shape. They just look different. Their energy is completely different. That's what this square is between Jupiter and Taurus and Pluto in Aquarius is that both planets are very different right now. So not only has your friend changed and evolved, but so have you. And you're seeing them for the first time, like you run into them at the store or on the street and you're like, whoa, I didn't even recognize you. And they say the same about you. That's this energy where there's this sudden stop of like, what? Who are you? This isn't the same. This is different. What's going on? The square between Jupiter and Pluto is bringing alive more of the changes that are happening, accentuating them. A square from Jupiter is actually more of a beneficial square because it amplifies and it highlights opportunities, resources, things that are possible. But here you have Pluto in Aquarius saying, well, I don't know if I want those things. I don't know if that's the direction I'm going to go. I haven't decided yet. I'm just formulating my plan. So we have something here in the cosmic collective, in the cosmic energetics, where change is happening and you're realizing you're on a very different path. And people are going to make their own choices and go their own way. And that could be surprising. That could be disruptive. That could be very unexpected. And you're like, oh, wow. I never thought that would happen. I never thought someone would choose that or go in that way. And that's because Pluto in Aquarius is about some deep life changes that are coming up to our awareness where there is going to be more of a desire to trust what's truly you, to trust what is authentically you. And that's part of how Pluto in Aquarius will activate us is that it will also show us what we're done with. And you could look at this through the time span of how long Pluto has been in Capricorn. 
where there's things we had to take care of. We had our commitments. We had to show up. We had to be aware of this and be responsible for that. And perhaps there were parts of your life that were just heavy and you're like, I've just got to keep doing this. I've just got to stay with this job. These people rely on me. I have to do the thing. I feel like part of this fixed grand cross that is occurring in May, the middle of May, is going to reveal what you don't want anymore, where you're ready for a new start. You're ready for a new beginning. But how? How is it going to happen? And Jupiter being in Taurus, Taurus is about the practical assessment of what we need to do. And I am going to have a separate podcast episode for you coming out on Monday, May 8th, about more of the Jupiter in Taurus energies. But because Jupiter is in an earth sign, there is an assessment of, well, how is this tangible? How is this going to work? And you could feel like you're at that standstill of, okay, I have an idea of where I want to go. I know who I am. I know what I'm about. I know what I want in this life. And then I'm not sure of the how. But good news, because Jupiter and Taurus could show you the how could show you more of what can come together and connect, but it could feel like a stretch. It could feel like, okay, I can see the how, and how do I get there? Or how's that going to happen? So there tends to be more questions than answers with this type of square, but there can also be a burst of creativity because that square, it provides a tension and a pressure But Pluto is the stronger power, so it's the Pluto power that is going to take over. I also feel like this is where something could be so clearly apparent to you that you can't deny it, right? Like you can't push it away, you can't ignore it. It's just going to be so evident. So that's also another theme here that can show up as Jupiter and Pluto have a square at zero degrees. And zero degrees is a beginning point. It's the potential. It's where do I want this to go? What am I intending? What do I want to develop and flourish and build here? And that could be part of what you're looking at. With Pluto, it's also evolutionary. It's wildly different. It could bring up your fear. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm quitting this job to do this thing on my own. Is the money going to show up? Are the customers going to show up? Is this going to be successful? Pluto can dig into those parts of ourselves. Pluto also can show you what is really necessary for you to honor in your own soul's journey. To not compromise, to not give it away, to not diminish it to others to really work and act from who you are authentically, what this lifetime means for you. There's always a bigger picture with Pluto involved. And that's why this can be life-changing energies. So as I'm talking about this fixed grand cross at zero degrees, it goes from about, I'm going to say, zero degrees to two degrees of the fixed signs. So if you have planets or points between zero to two degrees of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, this is working with you more personally. If you do not, 
if you do not have planets or points at zero to two degrees of the fixed signs, you could still be feeling this. You're going to see it and observe it in others. It just isn't as personal for you. And that's how astrology works is that the degrees are really important, especially with the outer planets that move more slowly. So it also feels like this is going to highlight or showcase the new parts of your life that you're building or moving into, but it could have frustration with it. There could be a sense of, oh, I want the thing. I want this to already be built or I want this to already be in the works, already to be happening. And this is going to show you what is missing, what needs to be done, what needs to be taken care of. Because Jupiter is more of a beneficial energy and it wants us to be successful. It wants us to trust and to step into our own joy and what brings us pleasure, what lights us up. You could also have something that shows up here that feels quite destined. And that would be a, a very positive spin on this energy because that Jupiter in Taurus is conjunct the North Node in Taurus at two degrees. And that brings in an opening, something revealing itself, a pathway, a direction. And it's in the earth signs. So it is something in the physical world. That's where there's going to be a yes. That's where there could even be an invitation into something that moves you forward. So then also during this fixed grand cross energy, Mars enters Leo on May 20th and will immediately oppose Pluto in Aquarius at zero degrees. And this is anger. This can be rage when you have the opposition between Mars and Pluto. It can be rage. It can be a very strong response, strong reaction. Something pisses you off. There can be, unfortunately, like violence with this. This is where we have to be very aware of our responses, of what's getting to us, of what the triggers are, because that Mars in Leo will go off in a big way. And this can be explosions. The healthy way to work with this would be to stay aware of what you're feeling and to look at the energetics, especially in your root chakra and your solar plexus and how that energy comes up or comes out if it expresses itself too easily, too impulsively. That could be something to monitor. But this is a standoff between Pluto in Aquarius and Mars in Leo. And it's something that is potentially uncomfortable. Then you add in the square from Jupiter in Taurus, which makes it even bigger. So I feel like there could be some big energetics happening almost like on both sides of a seesaw, both sides of the teeter-totter. But then you have in the middle through a square Jupiter in Taurus conjunct the North Node in Taurus, which says to step away from your immediate response, from your anger, from what you want, and focus on where you're going. Look at the long term. Some things, they don't matter for the long term. They're only a big deal in the moment. And then they blow over and then you don't care and then it doesn't matter. So there's something about if you have a trigger or an activation that pulls you onto one side or the other of that teeter-totter, 
this Jupiter in Taurus conjunct the North Node can remind you of who you are, what you want, where you're going, what matters, what your priorities are, and also to stay in the present moment because you could easily go into the past or into the future with these energies as well. We only have two days or so of Mars and Leo directly opposing Pluto retrograde in Aquarius. So May 20th, May 21st is where that energy is going to be the loudest and the strongest. Then we're going to have an assist here as the sun enters Gemini on May 21st it gets to zero degrees of Gemini, trines that Pluto in Aquarius retrograde and sextiles that Mars in Leo. So the sun in Gemini enters the chat, brings in more information, more decisions, more choices, alleviates whatever has been throwing you off, also opens up communication, opens up the conversation. And so this can be very beneficial in moving the energy and no longer being in that extreme state of response or reaction. I also feel like this is where there could be some clear nose where things are shut down. Pluto and Aquarius says we're not going in that direction. We're not making that choice. That's not where this is headed. And Mars and Leo being the sense of self uh, could piss you off where you're like, no, I want to go there. I want to do that thing. This is really important to me. So keep in mind that if something is a no, if it stalls out, if it's locked down, if it closes out, the sun in Gemini enters in and says, okay, here's something else we can choose. This is another option. Look at this possibility and that will help to move the energy forward. And this is really some of the biggest energy of the month because of what is involved with all of these planets. Now, the other part of the equation is the south node in Scorpio, and it is at two degrees, which is an eclipse point from October 2022. And so it brings up whatever had developed for you from those last pair of eclipses back in October and November and is showing you more of what is closing out and what is being released. This goes back to what I was saying too about that Scorpio lunar eclipse on May 5th is that there's things that are just ending and they're emotional or they're intense or they could bring up some things that just don't feel good and you need time and space to move through them, almost like just getting in the car, going for a long drive to process your thoughts or to process what has unfolded. Like the desire to move energy in your own way, in your own space is very prevalent here. And I feel like the bigger picture of the fixed grand cross is that the universe is saying, we're going to do a full stop. We're going to do a full stop so that you can reset, reset parts of yourself and really look at how far you've come. Look at what you've moved through. Look at what you've learned, what you've healed, what you've decided, what you've understood. Also, because it's happening at zero degrees of the fixed signs, being a new beginning point, a new initiation energy, there's something here about starting it on the right foot, beginning 
with the clearest intentions. This goes back to those higher standards that I mentioned. This goes back to even holding yourself in line. So much of a consciousness journey is that we become our own authority, which means we also have to keep ourselves in check. We have to call ourselves out when our ego is out of hand or when we're out of balance. We have to call ourselves out and understand, okay, I could handle that better. I could do that in a new way. I know better now. I'm going to work on this. Like we have to keep ourselves in line. That's part of what it means to be more conscious. It's almost like you understand your dark shadow energies and your inner child healing journey. You understand what you've been through, what you've been learning, what you've been course correcting. And it feels like the universe is saying, okay, you know, you know yourself, you know your energy. This fixed grand cross is a reset that first starts with a pause. Pause, stop what you're doing, gather yourself together, check in on what you're doing, deciding, thinking, choosing, feeling, and look at what is working and what's not and understand how you want to begin, how you want to move forward in these new energies in a way that honors who you really are, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if there's resistance to parts of yourself or to parts of a new way of being. I also feel like there's a huge karmic reset, huge karmic reset, which means what is closing out, what is over, what has ended for you in this lifetime, this fixed grand cross is going to clear the energetics, clear the slates, but that can only happen based on you, based on your intention or your choices. And that could be something that you're welcoming. You're ready for this reset. And the reset closes out the karma. It ends things. It removes them. And even if you are clutching or grasping or highly attached to something, maybe that's where the Mars and Leo is having that response to the universe, right? Maybe there's this interaction here between your personality and your sense of self in this lifetime, which would be Mars and Leo, opposing that Pluto in Aquarius, which is your soul's journey, your quantum energy field, where you're going. And Pluto is saying parts of what you're doing are parts of this sense of self in this lifetime. You've outgrown it. You've got to let it go. You've got to honor who you are, honor your energetic journey, move into that and think of the bigger picture. So you could even feel like you're having a standoff with your soul where a part of you is having a tantrum. And that can be part of the lower expressions of Mars and Leo. When you don't get your way, you have a conniption fit and it's very loud, it's very big. But Pluto and Aquarius will say, okay, move the energy, get it out of your system, that's fine. But we're evolving. This train is moving forward and we would love for you to come on it as well. So I feel like that could be something that shows up with this fixed grand cross is that you could have it highlighted where your energies in this lifetime need to be reset for your own soul growth, for your own ongoing quantum expansion. And maybe you're also realizing 
what doesn't fit. And there can be sadness with that. There can be disappointment. There can be a sense of grief. Maybe that shows up as anger or rage as well. So this is a very interesting energy dance here where there could be something that stops you in your tracks or something that you're really meant to look at and understand that's outside of just today in the present moment. It's the bigger picture of what your soul is doing in this lifetime, how you're meant to be doing things differently And therefore, it means that some things have to close out, be complete, and be over. And our human selves don't always choose that, don't always want that or prefer that. So that could certainly be part of this energy as well. Now, in this episode, I'm highlighting the big energies of May. There's certainly more going on, and I discussed that in the Wednesday podcast episodes where we go through the weekly astrology transits and aspects. So I will do that on Wednesdays, but this is designed to give you the bigger picture understanding of the energy signature of May and what we're meant to see and how we're meant to use and work with these energies for our own best and highest good, as well as to know that there's always beautiful universal wisdom in all energies. Like there's beauty in a rainbow, there's beauty in an electrical storm. And when the rain is going sideways and hitting the windows, there's beauty in mud, just like there's beauty in a river flowing. So part of what we can open up to is understand what is the universe showing me? What is being brought forward for me to look at, to understand, to work with? And of course, then enters in your free will and your personal sovereignty and what you're choosing, what you're really willing to see or understand and how you are experiencing these energies in a way that supports your ongoing soul growth in one single lifetime. Now, two more things I want to mention very quickly is that during the Scorpio lunar eclipse, it then creates a lunar reversal with the new moons and the full moons. And I have touched on this previously, but what occurs is now we're going to have full moons followed by a new moon. And that's going to be in play until July, 2024. So we're going to have multiple months where the sun enters an astrology sign and then has a full moon followed by a new moon. So we have the Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse, then the sun is going to have a new moon in Taurus and that occurs on May 19th at 28 degrees of Taurus. So every new moon is now going to be in the later degrees of an astrology sign. This particular Taurus new moon at 28 degrees does work with the Pleiadian energy points. The Pleiadians are a constellation of energies. It's also known as the Seven Sisters, and it's an advanced collective beings of energies. And anytime we interact with Pleiadian energies directly, we receive more transmissions and downloads from that frequency, from those light codes and that energetic system. So the sun is conjunct this point once a year 
It happens to coincide with a Taurus new moon. So this can open up some new frequencies for us to work with that further support the Taurus energies in our lives. And the last thing I want to share with you is that these past two eclipses with the Aries solar eclipse and the Scorpio lunar eclipse have both been ruled by Mars and Mars has been in Cancer. So we've been working with our masculine energy as it connects to our emotional self, our internal process, our private world. Also that Mars and Cancer relates to our childhood, to where we first had emotional imprints that were unconscious, to what might have unconsciously formed us, especially emotionally. So that's something that these eclipses have really highlighted and that's going to shift, but understand how that could bring you some beautiful gold that could help you understand part of how you've processed your emotions or what you experienced when you were younger. It can certainly bring up a lot. As we move into the second half of the year, the next two eclipses will be ruled by Venus and Venus will be in Virgo which is also interesting because it isn't a sign that Venus is typically comfortable in, but that happens after her upcoming retrograde and four-month journey in Leo. So we'll be talking about that pretty soon. Uh, But just wanted to let you know that these eclipses have been very much about Mars masculine energy. And you might have some insights across May into what has shifted in you as well as what has softened. Because Mars in Cancer is about a softening and opening, connecting more to the heart space, trusting your feelings, trusting the energy in your heart. And that could be something too that you've been experiencing throughout these first two eclipses of the year. So as I mentioned, we will keep discussing the energies of May in my Wednesday podcast. And then the Monday podcast focuses on a particular astrological topic or theme. So I look forward to discussing more of those with you as well. And please be sure to sign up for my 2023 Soul Growth Astrology Program, where you get to see how all of these energies are working with you personally, how the eclipses are showing up for you, which house they're in. I have a full presentation for you on eclipses, the different kinds of eclipses, the different energies that are highlighted, what it means when they're working with the North Node or with the South Node the differences between solar and lunar eclipses. It's a whole presentation so that you can understand more specifically what's happening for you. And then also we look at Venus in Leo, the retrogrades coming up, plus when the nodes change signs, which happens very soon here as they move from Taurus Scorpio into Aries Libra and a lot more. So I have this program priced very favorably so that you can learn more about your chart and what's happening for you this year. And you can always come back and keep accessing it, keep reviewing the information. And then you start to see more and more through the various layers of energies. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find out more about my current programs and courses at mollymccord.online. And be sure and check out my YouTube channel where you will also see so many topics covered in the playlists and those are designed to help you look at your chart more and understand more about 
what you signed up for in this lifetime. Wishing you a beautiful journey through May. Thank you so much for traveling with me. I'm delighted to share this journey with you and I'll see you back here on Monday and Wednesday. Take good care. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.